Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking into LJN Radio and one of our latest podcasts, Job Search Guide. Now, as the title suggests, we are picking the brains of experienced individuals looking to gather tips and advice for the millions of job seekers out there, helping you along the process from start to finish. I'm your host, Tim Muma. The topic on the table for this episode is the resume, but we're looking for something a little different than just the traditional model. Joining us today to discuss the strategy of a branded resume is Louise Garver, the president of Career Directions. Thanks for coming on the show today, Louise. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Definitely. Great to have you here. And obviously, when people are listening, they want to find out who are these people we have with us. Uh, If you could, describe a little bit of your professional experience and obviously as it does relate to this topic. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I've been helping people discover their unique talents and find the work that they love for over 26 years. It's really been my passion and my mission for the past two decades plus. And my clients come from a variety of experiences and backgrounds and industries. I do work with executives quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Each one has the same key area in common, and that is that they really want to find a career that they're passionate about, and they really want to be able to present themselves in the best possible light and compete effectively in today's complex marketplace and helping them to identify their differentiators, their ROI, that is return on investment. And what will help set them apart from their competition is really key to a successful job search. And that's what I've been helping clients to achieve, to get to their end goal, which is to find the right position and environment match as quickly as possible by helping them to differentiate themselves through branding. And and that's definitely something we've heard a lot from various people we've spoken with, especially the idea of finding something that's really a good fit and, and matching your skills and really showing that to people. So that leads us into the initial question really I had for you when we talk about the resume itself, just in general, how do you describe as far as the, the purpose of it and really the value of, of what it can bring when you're showing it to an employer? Of course, yes. Well, the purpose of the resume, of course, is to get you in the door. And especially if you are submitting that resume to someone who doesn't know you, it becomes a really critical document. They will be evaluating every single word and making their decision on whether or not they're going to interview you. So the resume stands as the front line and center to help you have access to that organization and be able to compete and land the offer. So it's really critical that your resume presents your brand, which truly is what differentiates you from anyone else, and the ROI value together in combination help you to make an impact with that employer and any other that you would be hoping to gain access to. So it's very critical to the whole job search process and to getting what it is that you want. Now, when you were describing it there a little bit, you did mention the idea of, of your brand when you're trying to, you know, obviously sort of give people an idea of who you are, what you bring to the table. So when we switch gears a little bit, describe to us then how you define a branded resume versus what anyone would think of as the traditional model. Right, of course. The traditional resume is one that basically is almost a rank name and serial number mm-hmm. type of resume. We call them often 
in our industry obits. <laughs> and the reason is because they basically do just that, is they outline where you have been. Mm-hmm. They provide dates and employment history information and your education and your titles. And then there might be some brief information, in some cases too much information, about job responsibilities. But anyone who has performed that particular position in that environment would be saying the same things about their job duties. And so therefore, it does nothing to separate that person from anyone else who holds a similar role. And that's what the traditional resume has been primarily about. Many people fail to understand how important it is to identify what your successes have been. What are your contributions? What are the stories in terms of what you walked into those organizations to be able to help those businesses accomplish? What were those problems that you were challenged to do something about when you walked in? So that segues perfectly into what the branded resume is all about. Mm -hmm. Unlike the traditional resume, it clearly communicates the challenges that you faced and the skills that you used to address those challenges in order to help the organization achieve its business goals, which, of course, always center around increasing revenues, saving money, increasing your customer base, launching new products, entering into new markets. So directly or indirectly, everyone's job in an organization is about helping that employer achieve its business goals. And the branded resume effectively does that because First of all, it helps the reader quickly understand what you bring to the table that is going to be important to their needs, and that's Mm -hmm. different from what anyone else is saying. And so it goes beyond just a mere job description statement or two. Instead, it communicates what it is that you offer that is unique to you in terms of skill sets combined with your technical expertise, and by technical, I don't mean computer skills, but just those skills which are relevant to your profession, and your soft skills, your attributes, if you will. And all of those combined, and how you do what it is that you do through the examples of the achievements and successes that you talk about on this resume, will create one that is very different from the traditional, here's a few statements about job duties that anyone in this job would be performing. So obviously, you know, when we talk with uh, with individuals, we mention when you're catering your, your resume, you are doing it to each employer, to each position really that you're going to be applying to. Do you then on these types of resumes and these branded resumes actually put on their ideas like this is exactly how I'm going to help you. Here's a here's a problem you may have or here's where I can you know in, improve sales or cut down costs. Do you actually put specifics in there geared towards the position you're applying for or the or the employer you're applying to? Yes, yes. And how that is done is that it's really important, first of all, to know what it is that you have to offer. So right. you have to do some homework first. Then part of that homework includes who is it that you want to be working for? What industries, what types of, of organizations? And that also means doing some research on what the challenges are that that organization might be facing Mm -hmm. either within the organization in terms of business goals it's trying to reach 
and how those directly and indirectly would impact your position in terms of what you'll be doing. But also, what about industry competition? What's going on in the marketplace that is part of that business challenge that they're experiencing? So once you understand that, then you can have a great opportunity to be able to reflect on your document, your your career document, Mm -hmm. your resume, those examples that relate to their needs. So, for instance, if you were in a position that involves customer relations, customer service, customer care, and you find out that one of the problems, one of the challenges that they're having is that their customer base on the whole is experiencing issues with something that the company is doing or not doing. Right. And that happens to be one of your skills and strengths, and that's the type of position that you're interviewing for. Then on your resume, you're going to be emphasizing examples of stories that illustrate how you have tackled some of those customer issue challenges. So you're not really making a statement on your resume that says, I know you have XYZ problems. Sure. But instead, you're stating the example as one of the key accomplishments. So it can be presented in a challenge, action, and results format where, for instance, you might be saying restructured the entire customer care operations resulting in a much more efficient, effective, and satisfaction, service satisfaction focus. That's roughly, you know, the idea. And then you provide the examples of what it is that you have done briefly, of course, Mm -hmm. and the outcome, the outcome being something quantifiable, such as this turned around customer perception to a 95% satisfaction rate from a 54 now, obviously, all the things you're mentioning are, are going to be placed in you know, possibly different areas, depending on how you want to lay out the mm-hmm. format. And you mentioned a lot of times that traditional format is this reverse chronological and just sort of lays out where you've been, that kind of thing, and doesn't catch the eye. So in a case like this, mm-hmm. how are you really highlighting what you want to be seen and heard, so to speak? I mean, are you is it a kind of a, an eye-catching format? Do you just put all the most pertinent stuff at the top? And what's sort of your suggestion when, when somebody's trying to lay this out? Well, the first part of the resume after the contact information is what's known as a a profile. Okay. And you don't necessarily label it as a profile, but that's what the the section is referred to as. Mm -hmm. And in this section, you want to identify, obviously, what the focus is. And again, you're not using the term objective, but you are using, for instance, the title of the position that you're going after. So your career target is actually your title. And then underneath it, very briefly, is, of course, your branding statement and your qualifications. And this is where you could use, for instance, two or three bullets that will highlight your career-defining successes that relate to your focus and what that customer, that employer's needs are. So that's one way. There are many different ways to present this, but that's one. Then right after that is typically going to be the experience, the employment history section. And this is where you can use bullets, for instance, to highlight. You can also use bold. You can use shading and a variety of graphics techniques, still keeping it clean, crisp, clear, Mm -hmm. easy to read, but that will highlight 
the points that you want to get across in terms of the results and the examples that relate, that support your background, your qualifications, and also relate to what that employer is looking for. Would you be able to give us sort of a, maybe what you would see as a strong branding statement that you would have off the top there, just so people sort of get a sense of what, you know, what the meat of it would be like? Sure, absolutely. Okay. So for instance, it could be something such as quickly shift stalled organizations into high gear to grow revenue and profit or position for sale. Wow. That's, uh, that's well phrased. Uh, no, I have a quick question with that. Is it important to throw in any sort of numbers in terms of whether it be dollar amounts or percentages? I mean, is that something that's advised in this situation? Not in the branding statement on the resume. Okay. However, underneath it, where you have additional statements that will expand on that brand theme, that's where you can use an example, one of the bullets that I mentioned uh, a moment ago, that will be quantifiable. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Is, is it sort of like bad form to have that sort of stuff in the branding statement? Or is it just out of place? Like, why would you suggest not using that? Because the branding statement needs to be short. Okay. It needs to be in, in a, um, you know, bite size, a sound bite, so to speak. And right. therefore, if you start to add all sorts of numbers to it, it can be a bit unwieldy. On the other hand, here's an exception to it, is that you could... Say, it, let's say, for instance, someone is a rainmaker. You could certainly say that person is a rainmaker who has delivered tens of millions of dollars okay. over the past five years. Mm-hmm. That would be an acceptable way to do that and still keep it short and pithy. When we're looking at something like this, I mean, obviously, it sounds like it'd be very useful for anybody who's searching for a job, but are there certain industries or or job titles that this really seems to work well with or is really well-received, at least based on the experience you've seen? Yeah, it's really across the board. Okay. You can work at the factory level, for instance, on the manufacturing floor and still be able to differentiate yourself just as someone at the C-suite does. Mm-hmm. In a different way, obviously, in terms of, of the skills and the talents that you have, but the principle is still applicable across the board. It really transcends all industries and occupations because no two people actually perform what they do identically anyway because we're all unique and different in our own ways. And when you're competing for a position, employers want the same thing, which is what can you do for me that someone else who has similar skill sets can't. Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't matter what your level or position is. It's really important to stand out and it applies universally. Do you think when we're talking about the branded resume part of it, is it much more just about, you know, your skills, your qualifications instead of a, a fit, so to speak, into the culture? Or does that come later just in the interview process or can you incorporate that in these resumes? Yes, you can. Absolutely. And how you describe what you do, the words that you use, Mm -hmm. there is an infusion of your personality within your resume. Obviously, you're not going to state, I am an XYZ type of person, but the phrasing, the language, the examples of what you provide all communicate a great deal about who you are and what you might be like to work with. And so, yes, that is very important. And this is where also that uh, combination of the soft skills Mm -hmm. gets interwoven within this. Well, it's good to hear because I think a lot of times people feel that, you know, resumes 
strict the idea of numbers and skills and all that. And when you get to the interview, you sell yourself as an individual. But I mean, the way you make it sound, it's it's all encompassing and it's very important to get that out there right away. It is. It is. And you don't want the resume to be completely dry. It can't be just right. facts and figures. And so, yes, there is some of that. However, um, I want to clarify that you won't be loading your resume with terms such as excellent, exceptional, wonderful, you know, just people-oriented. In other words, you don't want to just toss out adjectives and soft skills that are not substantiated. Mm -hmm. You want them to be reflected in how you describe what it is that you do. So if you're great, for instance, at team building, you don't want to just say, I'm a great team builder or great team building skills. You want to weave that into your example. You know, built and led a team that ranked number one in the entire company based on the results delivered over the course of a six-month project. Sure. And so that, that supports what it is that you're trying to communicate. So someone is going to walk away from reading your resume knowing that you know how to take a team, build it, assemble it, develop it, and get people to perform what they need to. Right. No, it definitely sends that message without overtly putting it in their face, so to speak. So I, I think that right. definitely makes sense. Louise, obviously, you know, have given us a ton of information here and, and some tips. As we look to give our listeners sort of a, a takeaway from our conversation, what final message would you want to express to our job seekers when they are, again, trying to put the, their resume together and, and focusing on the idea of a branded resume? What's important is that you can't really just start to jump into creating your resume, you have to first do the foundational upfront work. So if you're not sure what differentiates you, what separates you apart, what your strengths and skills and value are to an organization, you need to do that first. Don't just slap up an online profile. Don't just sort of throw together information on a a resume and hope that it'll all somehow gel. You really need to do that upfront work to define your brand, understand your skills, clarify your success stories and the results of those efforts, and do that homework in relationship to researching the organizations that you're interested in for the positions that you're pursuing. Then you're ready to build an effective resume. Definitely a great takeaway there for our listeners. Uh, Unfortunately, though, we are out of time here on Job Search Guide on LJN Radio. Our guest has been Louise Garver, the president of Career Directions, and, of course, plenty of experience in this field in a number of capacities. Louise, where can listeners find out more about you and your work if they're interested? They can visit my website, for instance, which is www.careerdirectionsllc.com or they can certainly find me on LinkedIn. And those are a couple of ways that they'll be able to find more information about me and my services. And also just by Googling my name. (laughs) Yeah, that's always a good fallback plan if you don't have the details. So again, thank you so much for your perspective on the resume, Louise. We appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, we're always interested in hearing from you, the listener as well. So go ahead and drop us an email at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. If you do have any comments or suggestions for this or any of our shows on LJN Radio. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.